as we talk about a lot on this show, we can only manage what we measure. So in this case, if we want to manage our evening routine, then it takes us measuring what outcomes we're getting from the habits that we're practicing. Our mission is to illuminate the way for our next generation to be aware, be accountable, and appreciate life. And that starts with us being the best emotionally intelligent examples we can be. I am one of your hosts, Recovery Ray. Let's learn and grow together. Hello, hello. Welcome to episode 116 of the Balance Period Podcast, the show where we empower you to be the best emotionally intelligent example you can be for our next generation. I am one of your hosts, Recovery Ray. And the bald sage. All right, so for today's episode, we are going to dive a little deeper into those sustainable self-care systems. Now, as we talked about in previous episodes, that is pretty much the combination of habits that we choose to practice that help us maintain optimal mental, physical, and emotional well-being on a daily basis. And today, we're going to start by talking about our evening routine. So just specifically what we do in the evening time leading up to bed that will help us get the highest quality sleep and prepare ourselves both mentally and physically to wake up feeling refreshed and ready to take on the day. So we're going to talk about what an evening routine is. We're also going to share our individual evening routines, and then we're going to finish out the episode by sharing ways that you can take action today to begin to develop your evening routine that will contribute to your sustainable self-care system. So, Nick, are you ready to start talking about evening routines? Yeah, let's get it. Perfect. So, as I mentioned before, evening routine is made up of a set of habits that an individual practices towards the end of the day that prompts them to get high-quality sleep. And And as we'll talk, there are ways that you can improve the quality of your sleep by practicing certain habits during the day. But tonight, no, this episode, we're just going to focus on evening routines, okay? Hey, so wait, you should talk about that for a sec. You know, what? you said you had a late you had a late night last night. Yeah. It's catching up to you just a little bit right now. Yeah, and I, so yesterday was my birthday, and I haven't really had consistent sleep for the last couple weeks now. There's been some changes in my immediate environment that has required me to wake up a little earlier and in some cases go to bed a little bit later than what I normally would. So when we talk a little bit about our individual evening routines, I'll share what mine is and how I've tried to keep that relatively consistent, though things out of my control have influenced my my routine. But that's the reason why it's important to create a routine, to have something that you're able to turn to and to use when you are experiencing a normal day, and then if there's things that are happening outside of your control, you're able to easily adapt to whatever your circumstances may be. So, Nick, let's go ahead and talk a little bit about our individual evening routines. Um, you can go ahead and get started. What do you do that sparks your evening routine? So, one of the first things that I do is I get by myself. So, I probably spend, you know, Holly comes home, we spend time together. Then I'll go by myself. I'll either maybe play video games for like an hour. I'll listen to music. Like I just do something that I want to do just like in my own space. That's how I get it started. And after that, I get in the shower for maybe like 30 minutes and I meditate in the shower. And so I get in there and I'll just do straight breathing exercises and just keep breathing the whole time. It's always piping hot. It relaxes my body. Those are like the main two things that I do. Then after that, I'll meditate 
or I'll maybe read something. But if I read something or meditate, I'll always meditate after that if I choose to read something. So meditation is one of the last things I do. And the reason being is because when I meditate before bed, I'm setting the tone for my body while I'm asleep. I've realized that even when I get up in the morning, it's easier for me to do the things that I want to do as soon as I get up when I set myself up before I go to bed by meditating because I'm able to visualize what I'm going to do that next morning, what I'm going to do the next day, how I'm going to feel while I'm doing these things. And I'm already creating the atmosphere that I want while my body sleep. And I believe that that's just one of the most beneficial things that I do within my all my routines. So what influenced the decisions that you've made as it pertains to those habits? Like what made you say, oh, I'm going to be by myself. Oh, I'm going to take a long shower and then meditate in the shower and then meditate afterwards. Like what went into you making the decision to practice those habits? It was just being mindful of what brought me peace and comfort, like what I enjoy doing and not being in resistance to whatever it is or create or not creating or uh, thinking it that it has to be some certain way. So allow myself to be free enough to be like, I like doing this. I'm going to do this before bed. When I do these actions before bed, I wake up and I feel pretty good. So I enjoy doing these. I'm not saying those define how I'm going to be when I wake up, but I enjoy to do those things before bed. Now, not to say sometimes Holly and I watch a movie, like we said, the routine will change or something will be different. Uh, The main staple piece of all those things that I will never take out is the meditation right before I go to bed. Everything else sometimes will be interchangeable. But the right before I go to bed, for me to sit there and be mindful of what I'm about to do and to allow my body to rest and to do all my visualizations and things, that is what stays. That's like the foundation of it all. Gotcha. Yeah, I like what you said, how you have picked these activities based on what you recognize brings you peace and what you recognize helps you feel best when you wake up in the morning. Because ultimately, that's all we really need to do anyway. Uh, And that's what the process of developing an evening routine looks like. It's trial and error. You kind of go through the process of identifying what you recognize fills your cup. And I mean, I know I'll talk about it in mine, but I also use science. So there are just things that other people have tried that have brought them increased well-being and increased quality of sleep that we can also try and if it works for us we can keep it if not we can swap it out for other things or even customize what other people have done to tailor to meet our needs on a on a daily basis so yeah i think it's really cool just to focus in on what you identify bring you peace and what fills your cup so that you're able to get the best sleep that you can and wake up feeling refreshed so that's awesome definitely yeah so what you got going Normally, I start my routine with a mindful moment reminder. So the the check-ins that I set on my phone, I have seven. I've talked about them before. The last one goes off right at around like 9, 11 or so. And that's what prompts me to get my mindset ready to go through my routine. And generally, it's just a shower. So I shower in that process. I am alone too. So it's just, it's a space for me to truly just be with myself and to observe my thoughts, to look at myself in the mirror. I normally spend a decent amount of time just looking at myself. Uh, I like to get real close to myself in the mirror just so that I can see what I look like real close up. And and yeah, I just I spend time with myself. And that's what helps me recharge. That's what I have identified fills my cup. So I use that time that I get on a nightly basis to shower to do that. 
And I know this doesn't happen every night, but generally when I have higher strain days or when I work out, I like to do something called the contrast shower, which I have talked about on the show before. It is a way of taking my body through the process of experiencing warm temperatures and then extremely cold temperatures and then coming back to those warm temperatures. Now, I will say I've been keeping track of this habit through Whoop, but they don't have a contrast shower option to keep track of. So I pretty much just keep track of it by logging it as cryotherapy. So anytime that I do this, I log it as cryotherapy. I have noticed that this practice has brought me increased deep sleep. So based on the nights that I do it, I generally get higher deep sleep. Now, that might also be correlated to the exercise that I do during that day or whatever activity brought that higher strain. But I do know that practicing this habit has brought me higher quality uh, sleep, which I greatly appreciate. So after that, and actually, I will say generally before that, I take Milo out for the last time. So I make sure that he's taken care of and then I take my shower. And then generally after that, I'd spend some time. If my girlfriend is still awake, we, we might have a conversation. We might talk a little bit. And then I like to come and read. So I normally, uh, I'm by myself again. I pick a book. And more recently, I've been reading uh, just one chapter out of Asking It Is Given. I might just like pick a chapter that I like and I'll just reread it for like a week or so. And yeah, I just, that's how I ease myself off to sleep. Then generally, I I set my... Um, So on whoop, you get to start your sleep. So I start my sleep, I lay down and I just breathe. And I just I go through the process of just paying attention to what's going on in my mind as I'm easing off to sleep. And yeah, by that time, I I normally it doesn't take me very long to fall asleep generally. So that's that's pretty much my evening routine. I started, though, with a habit that's designed to prompt me to focus in on the evening ahead. So using that check-in alarm has definitely been valuable in sparking the thought process to say, okay, now this is what I need to do to ease myself into sleep the best way that I know how. The Balance Period store is now open. Each one of our products rocks our logo, which is designed to prompt you to pause, observe a deep breath, and remember that you are whole and you are enough. As a listener of this podcast, you get free shipping on any order from the Balance Period store. Use the code PODCAST at checkout to get your discount. Visit shop.balanceperiod.com and get your mindful merch today. Enjoy the rest of the show. So, for anyone listening, the starting point to creating your evening routine is awareness. We've gone through the process of talking through how to cultivate your sustainable self-care system. And it starts with awareness. It starts with paying attention to what you currently spend your time doing. So what I would highly recommend is keeping a notebook or keeping notes in your phone. And for the next week, just paying attention to what you do leading up to bed. I would say take like the hour prior to you going to sleep. Just keep track of all the activities that you participate in. And once you have an idea of what you currently do, then you can begin to swap out the habits that you currently practice with more empowering habits or with habits that bring you more peace or with habits that you find to be valuable after doing a little bit of research on ways that you can improve the quality of your sleep. 
I know just a, a brief handful of those. One, now this was actually a little more during the day, but to be mindful of it helps. Your caffeine intake, because if you're ingesting caffeine generally after 12, depending on how much, it'll follow you to bed and you're not able to get the highest quality sleep possible. Stretching helps. Going through the process of making sure that your sleep environment is as dark as possible helps. Making sure you're not eating too close to bedtime helps. Alcohol before bed is not ideal. So if you notice that you have certain habits in your routine that are not contributing to getting high quality sleep, then that would be the time to start to swap out. So you have the same amount of time. Now it's just interchanging what you used to do with something that can bring you more peace and with something that can contribute to your well-being in that regard. So is there any tips that you have for someone that is starting to develop their routine? Yeah, first is just be kind to yourself. Like that's the biggest thing. Don't be roughing yourself when you wake up feeling a certain way the next morning that you don't want to feel. Look at it as okay. Like Raymond said, after you write down what you do, see how you are when you wake up. And if you don't like how you feel when you wake up, change it for the next night. We're going to get it eventually, so there's no need to be hard on ourselves throughout this process. For sure. And as I mentioned before, it's going to be trial and error to a certain degree. Like, this is going to be unique to you because you are unique. So it may take trying things that I just spoke about, trying things that you do a little research on. And when you do that, you'll see what works and you'll see what doesn't work. And then you'll make adjustments accordingly. So this is a journey. This is a process. Be mindful of that. And as Nick said, be kind to yourself. Accept yourself for where you currently are on your journey and respond to how you feel and respond to what you experience with curiosity. Gain a deeper understanding of it. And then with compassion, be kind to yourself, like Nick said. But yeah, as you gain a deeper understanding of what you currently spend your time doing in your evening routine, then it's, as I mentioned before, it's time to start implementing these different habits into that routine. And what I would highly recommend is starting slow. So after you've taken a week to just identify what you currently do, pick one habit that you want to add to that process. It could be an alarm that prompts you to be more mindful of how you spend your time leading up to bed. That's a great place to start. So then do that for a week. I would say take it incrementally for a week. And if you make one change a week, now, I mean, I don't know if you need 52 changes to your evening routine, but imagine, right, even a month, you have four new empowering, four new habits that bring you peace, right? There's opportunity if you just take it a little bit at a time, and you're just consistent. So that's going to be key here. The key is consistency. Prompting yourself to be mindful, right? Paying attention to to how you can influence the quality of your sleep and ultimately the quality of your well-being from the inside out. So that is in the next thought process to go through, okay? How can I incrementally improve the quality of my evening routine and ultimately my sleep? Is there anything else you want to add, Nick? Yeah, be creative with it. So like kind of when I was describing mine, I have like my one foundational thing that I always do no matter what. And that's right before I go to sleep, I meditate. And the other ones in between, like I said, can be interchangeable. And that's just because I like variety sometimes. There could be a month where I change myself around a bunch of times and there could be a month where I go back to what I do normally. But my focal point stays the same as far as like my foundation. So there's many ways that you can kind of customize it for yourself and just have fun. Explore for sure. The last tip that I have is on 
is actually a habit specific. And we've talked about this habit before, but gratitude. So spending some time just to, if not write down, then to just think about something you're grateful for to end your day is it's a great way to implement gratitude into your routine. And it actually just allows our awareness to rest in the present moment. Because when we're grateful for something, we're recognizing the full worth of what that thing is. And so gratitude is is huge as it pertains to something that you can do with your time leading up to bed. Um, and it, it could be a great alternative. If you notice that you are spending a lot of time on your phone leading up to bed, maybe spending less time on your Instagram feed and more time focusing on what you're grateful for can improve the quality of your sleep. And you won't know until you give it a try. Um, but yeah, I know. And I said that was the last thing. I actually have one more. The only reason why is because what significantly transformed my evening routine was keeping track of how I actually was responding to the sleep I was getting. And that started by me investing in myself and investing in a device that kept track of the quality of my sleep. And I started out with a Fitbit. And it literally gave me a sleep score every day. And I was just like, you know, this is great because now I'm able to say, based on these habits that I practice, this is how my body is responding. This is the quality of sleep that I'm getting. And as the quality of my sleep changed, then I knew that the habits were working and that the habits were good for me. And so as we talk about a lot on the show, we can only manage what we measure. So in this case, if we want to manage our evening routine, then it takes us measuring what outcomes we're getting from the habits that we're practicing. So as I mentioned before, I started out with Fitbit. I would highly recommend trying out Whoop. And as a listener of this show, you can get a free Whoop. Now, you do have to pay for shipping, but you get a free Whoop and a free first month of service by using the code that we have in our link tree. So check that out. You can find that on any of our social media pages. But Whoop is amazing for a lot of reasons. I enjoy it because not only does it give me feedback on how well I sleep on a nightly basis, it also has a journal function that allows me to keep track of the specific habits that I practice. And then at the end of the month, it gives me data and feedback on how those habits influence the quality of my sleep. So I highly recommend looking into it. But having a system of some kind that is backed by objective data is going to help you build this sustainable system over time. Because now you have information that is, as I mentioned before, objective. It's stuff that is just the outcomes of how you spend your time. And then you're able to use that to more strategically manage the habits that you practice on a nightly basis. So keep that in mind as you are going through the process of starting to develop your evening routine. All right, Nick, is there anything that you want to leave everyone with today? And just keep enjoying your amazing journey. Dope. And I have a couple of things as usual. The first, we are unable to fill anyone else's cup if our cup is empty. So be sure to prioritize time for self-care, continue to learn, continue to grow, and develop your sustainable self-care system. The second is a mantra, and it is allow what is to be and use what you have responsibly. It's what we talk about in this show all the time. It's accepting who you are and where you are for what it is and being the best steward over the resources you have. And by doing so, you truly appreciate the life that you have. You can recognize the full worth of who you are, where you are. 
and you are whole and you are enough and you can experience that and live that by allowing what is to be and using what you have responsibly. So thank you all once again for tuning into this episode of the show. We look forward to having more episodes like this. I know the next one that we'll do is going to be directly in line with our midday routine. So we're going to take a little bit of a step back. We're going to talk about some of the same topics that we talked about today, but we're going to help you all optimize your midday routine so that you can continue to develop your sustainable self-care system. All right. Thank you all once again. We enjoyed having you and we look forward to bringing you more high quality content. Peace. Later. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Balance Period Podcast. If there was anything you heard from today's episode that added value to your life, we ask you do a couple things. One, implement it into your routine. Continue to learn, continue to grow, and be the best emotionally intelligent example you can be. The second is that you share it. You can find a shareable link to this show on any social media platform that you are on. Our handle is at Balance Period. And remember, be aware, be accountable, and appreciate life. You can do that by taking a moment to pause and observe a deep breath. Peace.